by a girl's 13th birthday, she's usually believing what she's going to believe for the rest of her life. So we want to get in there early and present Jesus so that when those teen years come and those things are trying to be uprooted, we want to make sure she's firmly planted, she's not shaken, and she's anchored in Christ. True Girl Ministry and Stacy Rudolph are here to throw the world's largest pajama party for you and your tween daughters. How fun does that sound? We are all about creative ways to help parents connect with their kiddos and cultivate a relationship at a young age so that as they enter into their teen years, parents are the key player in helping them navigate the pressures of our culture. And I mean, what's more creative than a pajama party? We absolutely love this conversation with Stacy Rudolph as she shares her heart for tween girls and the ministry of True Girl. We hope you enjoy it too. Stacy, welcome to the conversation this morning. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So you're part of the ministry of True Girl Pajama Party. So some are going, True Girl, what? <laughs> so <laughs> give us a thumbnail sketch of what is True Girl Pajama Parties. Absolutely. So <laughs> True Girl in general is a mom-daughter ministry um, for tween girls and their mom. And our goal is just to um, connect mom and daughter together and connect them both to Jesus. Mm. So we do that using these True Girl Live events. And each one is kind of themed differently. So this year's theme is the pajama party tour. Um, So it's just just fun for girls to come out. They like to come in their pajamas, you know, and just (laughs) make mom dress up. It's really, really cute. But the goal um, each night is just to facilitate a conversation between mom and daughter. um, Because we know if we can get daughter talking to mom at that age than when she's a teenager to be that Mm. much easier. So we're trying to you just create that connection. Mm. And at the same time, show girls that Jesus is fun. Mm, You know, he can be fun. He is fun. That's so so good. Yeah. Just hearing that. And I think about moms that uh, are going, man, I I wish I had more interaction with my daughter. I don't know quite know how to, you know, unlock the code to get in there. Mm -hmm. I mean, what I love about uh, the ministry of True Girl is the resources that you put in mom's hands. And, and specifically, if moms that attend an event like the, the pajama party that's coming up, that you set them up for success, right? They're not just mm-hmm. on their own in that. Yeah, for sure. And I think society right now, culture in general, is trying to take that power from the parent hmm. to disciple their daughter, to, yes. to guide their daughters. So we want to give it back to them. We want to say you, um, God has put you in the place to lead your daughter spiritually, morally, you know, yeah. we just want to affirm that and equip them to do it. And yeah, don't be intimidated, right? By that. Exactly. I, we get intimidated by the culture. We can get intimidated by our own kids sometimes. I, I was a youth worker for a number of years. And I know that sometimes parents kind of get intimidated doing about doing this parenting thing. But like, no, God's equipped you that for the, with that. Right. He's positioned Absolutely. you that way. He's equipped you for it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. yep. So good. So when you talk about tween girls, what is, what's a tween? <laughs> <laughs> what's a tween? A tween is uh, those between years. So they're not, you know, little kids and they're not teens just yet. It's usually about seven to 12 hmm. when they're starting to develop their beliefs and adopt, um, you know, what they're going to carry with them through life. Hmm. So that's what the tween years are. Yeah. And then so True Girl specifically targets those tween ages. Why? Like we said before, um, there's actually a quote Dana uses all the time. I'm sorry, I can't tell you exactly who it's from, but they say by a girl's 13th birthday, she's usually believing what she's going to believe for the rest of her life. Wow. So we want to get in there early and present Jesus early, plant the truth in her heart so that when those teen years come, those adult years come, 
Um, she goes off to college and those things are trying to be uprooted and they're trying to, you know, kind of shake her up a bit. We want to make sure she's firmly planted early on. So mm-hmm. she's not shaken and mm-hmm. she's anchored in Christ in well, those years. So good. So how did you get involved with True Girl? Yeah. So I actually just read a book. I went to a bookstore. <laughs> I was just starting to, I was saved at a younger age. I believe I was saved, but it, I wasn't developing in my relationship with Jesus. I wasn't letting him lead my life in my teen years, in my early 20s. And I came to a point where I wanted to do that. I realized that. And so I started asking God, you know, like, how do I do that? What what tools do I need? Could you give me a devotional? Just show me how to start seeking you and spending time with you. And I ended up in a bookstore Hmm. and I saw a book called Get Lost. And I was like, oh, interesting title. And it was by Dana Gresh. And it was just all about getting lost in God and forgetting guys, forgetting, you know, everything else that tries to pull our attention from God as the soul, um, the soul and just the center of our lives. And so I read that book and it was really, really good. And I just felt I felt the spirit just prompting me, like, dig deeper, look further. So I Googled and found out about um, Secret Keeper Girl, which is what True Girl originally was called, right. um, and found out that they had like a touring ministry and everything. And I also found out that Dana Gresh was coming to speak about an hour or so from my hometown. Hmm. So I went and heard her speak and just connected. And the rest is history. I hmm. became an intern um, and toured with the True Girl. I believe it was the Purple Party was the theme we were on <laughs> back then. Um, and so just kind of toured, did worship, some teaching and yeah, just kind of been with them ever since. So hmm. It's been great. Hmm. Yeah. So I'd love to hear, Stacey, a little bit, maybe a story as you think about uh, your years involved and all the the number of moms and tween girls that uh, have been part of the ministry since you've been involved. I know you've heard numerous stories. So give us a story of just how this ministry impacts moms and daughters. Yeah, for sure. One comes to mind um, specifically a few years ago, we were doing um, the Masterpiece World Tour, Hmm. which was just all centered around how we are creating as God's masterpieces. You know what I'm saying? We're yeah. perfect. Um, he did not make a mistake when he created us. Mm-hmm. And a mom and her daughters were there that night and she wrote us a letter later and she was actually planning to take her life oh, um, wow. in the next couple of days after that event. But we do a teacup story during that tour and it just talks about how God is not finished with you. He's still molding you. He's still crafting you. He's still creating that beautiful teacup in that story a bit, like the master artists. And she just wrote and um, just opened up to us about that and how that was actually going to be her last night that she got to do an activity with her daughter. She was trying to do something nice before, you know, she made that that drastic decision. And she told us that the show actually God used it and he he spoke to her heart and he um, just began to help her open up about what she was going through. And she realized that he's not finished with her. You know, he's still got a lot to do. Mm. And she was just able to come out of that. So that was like life changing for us all because, you know, it's fun to tour. You get kind of, you know, lost in the worship and the setup and all of that. But it really just brought it all full circle. Like this is what it's about. This is what we're here for. Yeah, I I call that collateral impact, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. because I mean, obviously the target of the ministry is tween girls and, and, you know, exactly. But all of a sudden God does this thing that isn't the target of the ministry just because he's God and, you know, and the word is being proclaimed and hope is being expressed and yeah, it's exactly. all, that's awesome. So good. And I think one of the things too, that um, surprises, not surprises us, it excites us all the times is moms write in and they're like, we had conversations that night. And my daughter told me things I never knew were going on. Mm. Like I didn't know she was thinking that I didn't know it was on her mind. And you would think that 
something that powerful or something that intimate wouldn't come out of like our panda times or our song times and stuff. But it's just that we create that safe space with the worship, with the fashion show, with the fun things for girls to feel feel like they can open up to mom and that they're connected in that moment. They're having fun together and that it's a safe space for her to share something that maybe she wouldn't have shared at home. God is always at work among us. Kelly and her husband in Junietta grew their family by fostering and adopting, with their final placement being twins. I knew when we adopted the twins, we were done bringing children into our home, but I knew we wanted to stay in the fostering world. I just didn't know how. Then one morning, Kelly heard a morning conversation on MyBridge Radio with a guest involved in a foster closet ministry. All of a sudden, everything made sense. What we were going to do, the direction God wanted me to go. Kelly knew most children don't arrive at a foster home with basic essentials. So the foster parents often have the stress of purchasing those essentials on the spot. We would always have to go get what we needed to get through day by day with them. When the twins came, we had to go get car seats and diapers and everything. And it does add up. So God used that morning conversation to prompt Kelly to start a ministry called Threads of Grace, which helps foster parents meet the initial needs of children entering their care. God's using this whole mission to reach so many different people. And I truly do not feel that we would be where we are now in our marriage as parents, as business owners, as friends, anything with Threads of Grace if it wasn't for the radio. God is on the move through MyBridge Radio, prompting listeners to bring hope to others, which is vital for life. It's Impact Days on MyBridge Radio. Be part of Bringing Hope, October 19th and 20th. God is doing something right now. MyBridge Radio, celebrating God at work among us. Share your story and join the conversation in the Connect Now section at mybridgeradio.net. You know, Stacy, as a youth worker for a number of years, myself coming out of college and, uh, you know, I would hear these statistics like the amount of time that parents, the typical average parent spends in meaningful conversation with their kids. And it was like five minutes a week. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, it was because most of it, did you do your homework? Did you go go take out the trash? You need to go make your bed. Like those types of things. And, you know, again, the thing that excites me about True True Girl and the resources and the opportunities around the events that you host is that you help moms break through that and have those meaningful conversations with their daughters that can make all the difference in the world. Absolutely. And and we realized, so when the pandemic happened, um, we were a little scared because touring was our main resource, our main way of reaching moms and daughters. But God just even used that time to Hmm. just break open the way for new means of ministering. So we did like the True Girl podcast, which exactly like you said, we're trying to use those moments of, okay, we're driving to the grocery store I'm driving you to school, but what can we be talking about? What can we be listening to Mm. that's going to pull us closer to each other and closer to Jesus? So check out the True Girl podcast. I got (laughs) to throw that out there. (laughs) And just some of the other resources, the subscription box program we have, just things that keep your girl in the word, talking to you um, daily. We don't just want it to be a one-time event thing. So come to True Girl, but same time, check out the podcast, check out the other resources that are going to keep you guys connected throughout the year too. Mm -hmm. So walk us through a, uh, an event. 
Absolutely. Well, I won't get extra, extra, but I like to make it like an experience. So hopefully yeah. you grab some dinner before <laughs> and you kind of talk and get excited and prep up. Um, then you'll head to the event. Um, we'll open the doors. We'll start the show. And I got to tell you, it is high energy. Hmm. So moms get ready for some screaming, but excited <laughs> screaming. Get ready for um, just a lots of laugh. Lots of confetti. Moms are always like, oh, my goodness, we shoot off confetti like it's our jobs. Um, but most importantly, we just we just try to create that space. We want your girl to feel safe. And we know the way to do that is to break down the wall with some fun things. So we have a lot of worship. We do fashion shows. We have a game. And within that, we um, kind of weave in teaching and things like that. So and we love to I will always tell moms be prepared to teach yourself because we love to throw it to you guys in the audience. Mm -hmm. We don't have that fourth wall. So we're always like turn to your mom, ask her this mom, turn to your daughter, tell her this like that's what we're there for is to facilitate that conversation and leave you in the driver's seat. So come prepared to laugh, maybe scream a little bit and teach and to just share with your daughter. So as we're talking this morning, something that keeps kind of coming to me and even the words that you're using, you talk about making it safe for your daughters, creating a safe space for your daughters to have a conversation with you as a mom. And, you know, again, in our culture today, this conversation out there in ways that I th think is very destructive to parents where, you know, some who work with kids are trying to quote unquote, create safe spaces away from their parents mm, for those kids true. to have conversations about things that parents would not necessarily be comfortable with, but, uh, and aren't necessarily even privy to, right? And they're right. calling that create safe spaces. Well, so that's what gets me excited again, is I hear about True Girl in your ministry, you're trying to create safe places for daughters and their moms to have exactly. those critical conversations. Exactly. 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 Yeah. Yeah. You're the one that's going to lead her life in the best way mm -hmm. in the Lord. So we want to remind you that and just equip you and encourage you mm -hmm. and affirm you. Mm -hmm. I think that's the biggest thing in a society where things are getting canceled left and right. We want to affirm what the Lord has called you to do in your daughter's life. Mm, that's so good. Yeah. So let's talk about uh, some of those cultural influences, right? So as you think about your exposure, you're working with these tween girls, they got all kinds of stuff getting thrown at them that they're having a battle. What are some of those cultural influences that, that are impacting tween girls these days? I think a lot of it. I think one of the biggest things we're seeing right now is social media. Mm. Um, I mean, tweens are on social media. It mm. used to be teens, young adults, but it's just getting lower and lower in the age. And we're finding that it's directly linked to, to anxiety, depression, just an increase in all of those things. So I think that's the biggest thing we're seeing right now. We're also seeing marketing. Um, companies are trying to market to girls at younger and younger ages so they can kind of have like lifelong um, customers and consumers, you know, so we're seeing that girls being marketed clothes that are not for them, you know, makeup that is not for them, just trying to grow them up too fast. So I would say marketing, social media, and that's actually how Secret Keeper Girl, which was True Girl originally, got started because Dana saw that. She saw her tween being forced to grow up in the media, you know, and them targeting her at such a young age. And she wanted to fight back with other moms. So they got together and they started to create things that were 
age appropriate and truth filled for her daughter and her friends. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's so good. Yeah. So Stacy, I'm sure that there are some moms that think, man, I don't know that I have a shot. Like there's all this, all those influences coming at my daughter, their peers, their music, social media, like we were just talking about a few moments ago. Like I would love for you to give hope to some moms even this morning of going, no, you are in a position and you have an influence whether you've recognized it or not, whether you've pushed into it with confidence and faith, you know, intentionality or not, you've got a position and an influence that you could have in your daughters that yes, can cut through all the other stuff that's going on around them. Absolutely. I mean, definitely one of those, I often use my story for that um, just because I was just kind of going every which way. If you talk to my mom, she would be like, I don't know what was happening. But I remember now that I look back, my mom fought for me so hard. She fought for me. She was in her word. She was in prayer. She um, brought in others, other trusted Christians to pray for me. I think that's something we often struggle with in the church's vulnerability, transparency. Um, She was willing to talk about what I was going through and to ask for help and to ask for prayer. And she fought for me. So I just want to encourage you guys. um, If you saw me maybe 15 years ago, you would be like, oh, wow, she's a totally different person. And it's definitely because of Jesus. He's the, the reason for that. But also my mom and how she she allowed the spirit and the Lord to lead her as she led me and as she raised me. So just want to affirm you. I want to affirm you in the power you have in your story, your experiences, um, and just sharing not everything with your daughter, but being open to being real with her and letting her see what Jesus has done in your life. Just Just walking firmly in that and walking courageously in that in a culture that's trying to tell you that you aren't equipped and that you're you're broken and you can't do it i want to tell you that through christ you can and you have the responsibility to help guide the decisions about what songs you continue to hear on my bridge radio and how often you hear them it just seems like the right song comes on at the right time to lift my soul every time i turn on my radio there's always a song that comes on that hits right where i'm at be a part of life-changing comments like that five minutes informs every music move we make five minutes two times per month eternal impact go to mybridgeradio.net to sign up you know, Stacy, as we're talking this morning, I'm re- remembering conversations that I've had even recently with a young lady that's in our community group, our spiritual community, from a solid family, you know, Christian um, school that she went, grew up in. And I'm hearing her kind of grapple with what kind of swimsuit to wear. <laughs> And she's feeling all this pressure of like going, I mean, the thought of wearing a one piece swimsuit just about mortifies her, but she wants to honor the Lord. But like she would go, I would stand out like, and this is in the Christian circles. I would stand out like a sore thumb and I would be considered prudish and nerdy and she's not either one of those. But I guess just I'd love to hear kind of your perspective on this whole modesty dynamic that our daughters are having to deal with these days. Yeah, well, I'll definitely say I think it's a it's an overall area of the church being um, kind of closed off to diving into things. So when kids have questions, answering them and explaining them, you know, we kind of just kind of go to straight answers and don't really allow for um, thought or to allow the Holy Spirit to grow them in that way and teach them things and not just give a straight answer. So I'm seeing that even in 
um, young adults my age kind of walking away from the church. And I think it's because the church hasn't been the best at walking into that doubt and trusting that God is big enough to overcome it and that it's it's going to bring kids closer to Jesus rather than running them, you know, away. And so I think when it comes to the modesty thing, I love the way True Girl does it because we focus more on the idea of dignity and our worth in Christ and our value in Christ. And that's why we're concerned with the way we present ourselves because we represent him. So it's not so much, oh, this hemline or this, you know, all the rules and the regulations. We know that if we can get to the heart of it and get to the root of it and help them understand why they matter, why they're valued and how important they are to Christ and that dignity that they have in him, then all of those behaviors are going to flow out of that. So I think it's more so getting to the root of it and the heart behind it than just the legalism of addressing symptoms and issues on the outside. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally does. Yeah. Yeah. So Stacy, a little bit about you. Um, again, I'd love to hear, sometimes we start our morning conversation this way, but I want to kind of end it with kind of your spiritual journey a little bit. Uh, how did you come to know and fall in love with Jesus? Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I resonate with that girl you talked about a moment ago because mm. I was raised in a Christ-centered home. Church was important. The word of God was important, but I hadn't made my faith my own. And so I was acting out of a lot of legalism and just following things because I was told to, you know, um, it wasn't until I got older that I started to seek the Lord for myself and allow him to make that faith my own. And our relationship was, you know, uh, just the two of us. And my parents had guided me there. It was important. Everything they did was amazing. I'm so grateful for my parents. But I had to hit that point where it became just the two of us, me and Jesus, you know. And so, um, like I said, my teen years were hard, struggle with a lot of things, a lot of just body image issues, trying to fit in, um, dibbling and dabbling in some things that weren't great, just kind of developed some behaviors and some addictions into my 20s that, really took some time to break out of. But God is so good. So, so good. Hmm. And just even just coming to him saying, I don't know. I don't know what to do now. I know that this is not it and that I'm going in circles and I got to get out of this cycle, but I don't know how. And that was the moment that God was like, okay, let me show you. And so, like I said, I found that book and it wasn't soon after hmm. that God connected me to Secret Keeper Girl. And I couldn't figure that out. I'm like, I'm not ready yet. I'm not ready yet. And that's all I kept thinking. But God has used this ministry to heal me in so many ways and to tell me things that I needed to hear as a tween, things that I was missing, which is why I kind of got involved in some of the things that I was in and everything. So it's just been amazing to have God redeem that, redeem me. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? To redeem me in that way and to use the calling that he's given me to continue to heal me. So True Girl is so special to my heart because it's exactly what I needed when I was younger, but I didn't know about it. So I love looking out into the audience when I'm teaching off the stage. I love um, just seeing those girls, their eyes are wide, their hearts are open, and they're allowing that truth to be planted within them. And it's going to set them up for success in the future. So I love it. I love True Girl. And I love just the way God has used it to draw me closer to him and to allow me to be used by him. So before we, we let you go this morning, thank you again for joining us. Thank you for letting us Thanks know about uh, True Girl and the pajama party. And uh, you're a worship leader, right? You also, you, you're in that space and minister that way. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, we play a lot, lots of worship music on my bridge and would love to know kind of what's your current favorite worship song and why mm, oh man i am such a music person that <laughs> i'm like can i pick one right let me think 
Well, I'm actually preparing for a conference, True Woman. Are you familiar with Revive Our Hearts at all? Yes. Okay. Yep. So Revive Our Hearts and True Girl are partnered in a way, but we're also creating a teen ministry mm. um, called True You. So that's kind of kicking off at um, True Woman this year. We have a teen track. So we've been picking a lot of worship songs for that and kind of um, just getting going with that. And I really have been just... Um, sitting in Nothing Else by Cody Carnes. I think that is just, it's deep. It's deep. It's exactly where I need to be right now. So I'm often letting that kind of just wash over me. So I had to say that one. Hmm, that's awesome. Well, thanks for joining us this morning. Thank you for having me. Didn't you love her? I am so blessed when you can hear in someone's voice their love for the work God has called them to, and you can hear it so clearly in Stacy's voice and her stories. Being a young girl is hard, and she just gets it. You can hear the tenderness in her voice, and like she mentions, True Girl was the ministry I wish I had as a little girl. We're so thankful for fun, creative ideas like True Girl Pajama Parties that help create opportunities for moms and daughters to discover deep biblical truths together, giving them space to grow closer to one another and closer to God. We'll link to some of the materials Stacy mentions in the show notes. Check out their tour and see if it's coming to a city near you. And as always, to hear more from MyBridge, tune into your local MyBridge radio station, listen online with our app at home through your smart speaker or on mybridgeradio.net. Thanks for listening.